0: Hello and welcome to episode number 65 of Golf Pod, Kentucky. Welcome in. My name is Ethan Fisher. I'm the Director of Communications and Marketing at Golf House, Kentucky. And on today's episode, we will be talking to the Director of Operations at the new Top Golf Louisville location, Holly Paterno. We'll get to her in a moment. In terms of news, honestly, there's really not a whole lot of news to report right now. It's uh, fairly quiet. There is one big thing to note for veterans, the new year of PGA Hope will be available to register for later this week. All seven of our locations will be accepting registrations for their first session of the year. For some locations, that is as soon as April. For others, it's later in the year, like September. But nevertheless, whichever one is closest to you, you can register for that very quickly and We will be having links on our website directing you to where to go to that. Social media will help you out as well. But if you are a veteran or know a veteran, point them in the direction of that and they can get signed up here very soon. Now, as I indicated, there isn't a whole lot to say in terms of new stuff that's happened, but there is some stuff that is quickly on the horizon that you might need to be aware of. The active season for handicap purposes in Kentucky will open on March 1st, which is slowly but surely creeping up so your scores that you post here in Kentucky will count for the most part excluding the little cold snap we had before Christmas it's been a mild winter I'd say by Kentucky standards and even if you've played golf these last few months they may not have accounted for your handicap indexes calculation but that will change March 1st and your handicap will begin to change at that point. We also will have KGA and KPGA tournaments open for registration on Tuesday, March 7th. So make sure you've got that date circled so you can go ahead and start getting your calendar officially built out for the year. And then junior golfers or junior golf parents as a reminder. Everything on the junior front is open for registration. Everything from the Kentucky PGA junior tour, PGA junior league, drive tip and putt qualifiers. You can register for all those and Proceed accordingly with those. That's it. Now let's get into our conversation with Holly. Obviously, the Top Golf Louisville location had a countless number of roadblocks that had to be leapt over before things could open back in November of 2022. But as Holly and I are going to talk about, the business of this new location has been skyrocketing and for all intents and purposes, it looks like it's going to continue to do so in the near future. Holly was able to lend some perspective on things that I hadn't really thought about before with a lot of the different viewpoints within Top Golf, whether that's as an employee or just other things you can do at Top Golf beyond just your casual meet up with friends and have a night out at Top Golf kind of thing. So I think you'll find this lesson to be very valuable. But without further ado, here she is all right i am now pleased to be joined by the director of operations at topgolf louisville holly paterno holly thanks so much for being here
1: thank you for having me
0: absolutely it's a pleasure to have you on here and we'll we'll dive plenty into Top Golf and the excitement around the the new opening it's hard to believe it's already been a few months since it got started but before we go into that let's just establish some groundwork about yourself so can you tell me a little bit about your life growing up in terms of where you're from and what kind of led you to the point you're at now?
1: Uh, I am originally from Michigan, uh, go blue. Uh, (laughs) uh, but, uh, as soon as I turned 18, I actually moved 1200 miles across the country to go to culinary school at Johnson of Wales in Denver. Um, and from that point on the longest I have lived anywhere, uh, since that point is five years. Uh, most of the time, when I've lived somewhere, it's been um, around two years or less. So I've lived uh, in Hawaii. I lived in San Antonio. I spent time in Arkansas. I spent time in Virginia. Um, we lived in Las Vegas for a while, uh, and we kind of just bounced. But it's all been career bound. Uh, so everything that I've done, every move that I've made, has been career bound. I've been with Top Golf for almost a decade. Uh, so majority of my moves have been with Top Golf in the last decade.
0: I guess the better question would have been, what states have you not lived in?
1: Yeah, I know, right? My uh, husband wants to move to Alaska, but I um, told him that's a hard pass. For me, so,
0: <laughs> Well, maybe if Top Golf Anchorage opens one day, you could go do that.
1: Yeah, he's, he's got his fingers crossed. <laughs>
0: that's great. So with, with Topgolf, what were the, I guess, what brought you into it in the first place? What was the job you had and what was kind of your career progression within the company?
1: Uh, I was actually working for, um, a cruise line based out of Hawaii. Uh, and I had been doing that for three years. And, um, when you were on going to ship for that long, you miss sunlight, uh, through windows and being able to make your own coffee. So, um, I decided to make the move on land top golf was pretty new. Um, my first venue I started at was venue number 11. Um, and throughout this year we'll hit venue 90. Wow. So. It's, uh, it's, it's been a wild ride. Um, I came on board as a hospitality manager, um, and spent a lot of time growing through the brand. And now I've been a director for next month. It'll be about a year.
0: So which, uh, which location were you a director at before Louisville?
1: This is my first director role. Here. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: So when, with Louisville, obviously, the talk of having a top golf had been existent for a while. There were obviously the hurdles that needed to be cleared before it actually got open. But when did Louisville first come on your radar? Had you been approached about this a long time ago, or was it you know fairly recent when people approached you and said this was an opportunity?
1: Um, this was uh, one of those moments of life where you were like, everything happens for a reason. I was actually applying for a director's spot at another location and while i was waiting to hear back from that one louisville popped up and i had called my national director i was like listen don't put all your eggs in one basket like what do you think they were like yeah absolutely go for it um and instead of getting the call for the venue that i applied for i got the call for louisville Hmm. so it worked out
0: (laughs) so when did you first get to kentucky
1: um, we started looking at houses in June. Um, mind you, we uh, had only ever been to Louisville one time and that was to go to the Louisville Slugger Museum. Um, and otherwise we had never visited
0: Interesting.
1: or spent any time. So the longest we, time we'd ever spent in Louisville was about an hour and a half. And um, then we just decided to up and move here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so when when you got here, You know, I'm trying to remember where construction was at come June. But when you first got here and went to work, what were the main things you were working on, thinking about during that five month span before the facility opened? Uh,
1: So once I hit boots on the ground, it was a lot about um, hiring our management team. So we have 22 salaried managers, Um, and that process in itself is about a. Four-week process of just going through um, interview after interview to find the right people. Um, Aside from that, it was a lot of work with the uh, build team and the construction team because at that point, like there weren't, uh, we didn't have nets up, um, turf wasn't on the ground. There's no furniture in the building; it's basically like a shell uh, while they're putting and running all of the lines uh, (laughs) for everything that we need.
0: During this, uh, during this time span. What what surprised you the most about that process? I'm sure there were a countless number of you know issues that pop up that you have to work around, but whether it's positive or negative, <clears throat> before Top Golf opened, what really I don't want to say caught you off guard, but at the same time had you on your toes that maybe you didn't expect? Mm.
1: Um the delays in shipping are still a very real thing. Logistics. Um, and just getting all of the pieces that you need on time, uh, is still a massive struggle. And I don't think unless you're living and breathing in, in a uh, place in your industry where you see it, you don't even think about it. Right. Cause the stores, the shelves are stocked. So we're not thinking about, you know, what happened in 2020 that's still affecting us now that was very apparent. Um, but I will say one of the coolest things was, uh, so we wear top off, we wear the shield everywhere we go and i could not go anywhere without people stopping me <laughs> it was what is it opening When is it opening um and that was a i think that was the hardest thing like knowing when we were opening and not being able to tell anyone
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i it, it was it was interesting i i mean we had the question asked to us on our staff several times from people if we knew anything and we were it was very hands off. <laughs> didn't didn't have anything to say. We didn't know anything to say. But when uh no, when November came around, I'm sure that you probably got about three hours of sleep per week during that during that time frame. So, what was what was opening a facility like that like when you had so much anticipation around it?
1: Um, the the constant buzz was really cool. Um, our team here is. I feel very blessed. Um, the, the team that we have on board is amazing. Um, so many of our, our 22 are actually local. Um, so 16 of our 22 are local. They're like from Louisville. They've been here their whole lives. Um, so the excitement that they brought into it, uh, was really cool. Um, we like to call it the blur because everything that happened between October and Oh, basically the start of this month feels like one day. Okay. And we're like, oh, do you remember when this happened? And they're like, wait, wasn't that last week? And I was like, no, that was like two months ago. Um, and it's crazy to think that like yesterday marked our 90 days. And it feels like so much longer than that in a good way. Yeah. Uh, it was, it's. We've only been open for 91 days.
0: Yeah, it's it's crazy when you think about that. It's already been you know a quarter of a year with Top Golf being around, and I've I've been there in person one time as a customer, and it was a Friday afternoon, and the place was packed. Like I I haven't been there at night when I'm sure it's just absolutely packed through the rim on a Friday night or a Saturday night. But I, I assume business has been exceptional and maybe even like beyond your expectations. Would you say?
1: Uh, the community is treating us very well. Um, and, you know, I'm I'm happy to say that um, we are doing really well and that the expectations that they had set for us, um, I don't think we will have any issues in hitting.
0: Yeah. And you alluded to it, but this has been like a big cultural landmark for Louisville since it opened. So if like this might be a hard question to answer, but how would you just kind of describe the impact it's had on Louisville? Like not just the, the golf scene, it, you know, it should grow enthusiasm in the sport and all that, but just when it comes to an entertainment product in Louisville, how do you think it's changed the landscape of how the city operates?
1: For, for this area specifically, um, it's revitalized it. Um, seeing the number of cars that were in the parking lot in the mall, free us opening and being here from June, July, and August and kind of seeing what that looked like. And like now seeing it, like January is typically a very calm month for the entertainment and service industry. Um, the holidays, everybody just spent a ton of money during the holidays. And um, typically we see a, a rapid decline um, in January because everybody's going back to school, getting back in their teens. We did not see that in this area. Um, which is a really cool, positive impact. And the other, the, the piece that really drives home for me for Top golf is what we do for our people. Um, so we have about 530 people on staff. Um, which is a huge, huge number of people, yeah. huge number of jobs. And the, we offer like benefits that deal with like mental being and uh mental health that are like completely free to every single person that works for us and like that positive impact and it's not only offered to them but it's offered to everyone in their family that's great so like being able to help people in what has been a very tough three years um and being able to like help and guide them so not only like the positive financial impact to the area but like being able to help and touch like 500 different people's lives is pretty cool
0: That's awesome and didn't plan on asking this but given given that i'm sure a lot of listeners who hear that are going to have their ears peaked when they hear about that so like when it comes to the hiring process are you all still looking for employees are you full at this point or how does that look on the employment front for people who are maybe job seeking uh
1: so we are always hiring which is sounds like a really wild and crazy thing um but we are still you know entertainment service industry at heart so we have people who, uh, who leave, they go to school, they, um, you know, are only here part-time because of, they have a full-time job. Um, so we are always hiring. Our next hiring event, I think, is March 1st. Um, and it is open to anyone. Um, there's no specifics of that. I, we've only been open for 90 days, but we've promoted um, 32 people internally already into wow. higher positions, so.
0: Fantastic. That's great. I did not know about that from the employee point of view. That gives me a new perspective of it. But when it comes to customers kind of going back to the original point with the, uh, with the general public, I think people look at Golf as an entertainment product and just, you know, something that they can largely do with their friends when they've got a free night and maybe don't have anything going on, or it's something you can plan way out in advance, obviously, but it's it's not just about that and there are plenty of different outing services that you provide to people and for instance our PJ Hope program they've got something coming up at that location here in a few weeks' time. So what are some of the things people can do at top golf that maybe people don't know about quite as much?
1: Um, so we have kids academies picking up so a big thing for top golf is that like we want to help grow the game of golf. And for me like I've been golfing since I was 14. So it's really cool to have a place that is also like focused on that. Um, So we do, uh, we partner with schools uh, with our grow the game program. So any golf teams can sign up and actually practice here, which is really cool. If you get rained out on the course that day and you can't go practice, you can come practice here. If you, um, you know, you know, it's winter season and it's really hard to be on the courses. um, You can come practice here. And then we do kids academies ages six to 12 and we teach them basic fundamentals. Um, How do you even grip a club (laughs) to start? And then we kind of go from there. And then we have um, leagues that are kicking off in April, which I didn't think we were actually gonna start leagues until fall. Um, So pretty excited. It's a four to six person league um, and it runs for eight weeks and it is an absolute blast. Um, So we have 34 team spots available. and that'll be really fun because leagues is—it's a riot. You don't have to be good; you can just come out and have a good time with people. It is a contest, like it is a competition. Don't get me wrong; like there's a winner every week, and then we have uh, playoffs in the final two weeks. But um, it's a really good time. A lot of our vendors and sponsors come out um, during those to just make them more fun too. So a lot of different avenues from you know your tiny humans to you know your your middle grades to. Uh, adults and just ways to grow the game.
0: That's great about the, uh, just the different avenues that people have to learn the game there. I knew that Topgolf had that premise, but maybe not to the extent that it does. And it's, it's really cool. So with that being said, there's plenty of opportunities for Topgolf to continue growing, especially in this community with the amount of excitement there is. So what are some of the things that and your team are working on to continue the growth and make this positive momentum just keep on going and going for years and years to come
1: um so one of the things that we're working with from a community standpoint is that we have committed to um a thousand volunteer hours this year in the community um so we're working with i think four or five um different um four or three the uh, different charities throughout the city right now to work toward that thousand hours. Um, but us as a brand, it's really about making sure that our team is learning and they're learning so much. Um, and with 500 people, you know, training, our systems are different. Our, our processes are different. So teaching people how to deliver service with hospitality and like giving people the experience that they expect when they walk in the building, um, is one of the ways that like, we just continue to grow. The longer our team is with us, the more that we can teach them the Topgolf way. Um, the, the more repeat that we see. Um, but you know, big piece is making sure that like we are a great piece for when we're talking about conventions coming to town. Um, you have four or five different restaurants that are building next door to us. The convention center is fifteen minutes away. So when people are talking about planning, where are we going to host our twenty thousand person convention? The um, Louisville is a great city for that because now we just created more attractions, uh, and and we're just leveling up the tourism industry.
0: Great stuff. And then with you personally, what is it that you've maybe identified as things that you want to continue working on as you continue to lead and direct this operation and help it get to those points?
1: I think a lot of it is about partnership in the community. Um, me only being here for the last eight or nine months, uh, it's it's a lot about getting out there and getting to know people. Partnerships with different places, like with the PGA, with global tourism, with the chambers around town. Um, just to know that we have those community connections is going to be a huge way that we'll continue to level up.
0: Now, with Louisville specifically, it's it's interesting asking you this since you've lived in so many different cities and states. But is there anything unique about Louisville when it comes to serving the community or just interacting with people that you found is noticeably different from other communities you've lived in?
1: I think Louisville's really open in terms of people. Uh, like, it's not hard to get to know people here. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I I've lived in some un named cities um it's really hard to uh make yourself part of the community it's really hard for you to like get out and like chat with anybody and like create that like circle um louisville is the absolute opposite of that it has been so easy and everybody's so welcoming that it's it's made this transition for my husband and i like super easy
0: Yeah, I would completely agree with that. As someone who's not originally from Louisville either, the city's very good with having open arms to people and accepting. And that's great. And I think that's part of why Top Golf is off to such a good start and why it should continue to be going forward. And that's all I've got in terms of questions. But we do one thing at the end of our podcast where we do a rapid fire segment where just going to give you some random questions most of it is non-golf related and you All just right. tell me the first thing that comes to your mind no explanation or reasoning is needed but first things first if you're going to want if you're going to watch one movie in the world what is it that you're going to watch
1: the wizard of oz okay.
0: um what is your favorite book
1: Quarter thorns and roses
0: of the many places that you've been to in the world, whether it's places you've lived in or places you've been on for vacation, which one has been your favorite?
1: Kona, Hawaii.
0: I figured it would be Hawaii, hard hard not to pick that. Um, of the places in the world that you've not been, where do you most want to go? Uh,
1: I am about to visit Liverpool, Manchester, and Nottingham in 30 days. So I am very excited. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Are you a soccer fan or is it just coincidental you're going to Premier League cities?
1: Um, I, coincidental. Um, we, I'm actually going over there for an author convention. I'm a, I'm a very big reader. Um, and uh, we just made like a 12 day trip out of it. So we're actually going to go up to Glasgow as well.
0: Excellent. Good stuff. I, uh, I think that's all I've got. I have uh, really enjoyed getting to talk with you, Holly. It's great learning a little bit more about the operation and hopefully this will inspire anyone who for some reason hasn't had the great idea of coming to Top Golf yet to actually go there. But it sounds like everything's going great so far. If there's anything you need from me or anyone on the golf house staff, please let us know. But it's been a pleasure talking with you, Holly.
1: Perfect. Thank you so much for having me.